Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of Woman Conversations for the Curious, a podcast I created for women looking to squeeze more juice out of life. I'm Amy Crawford, founder of The Holistic Ingredient. I'm a mindset therapist, whole food lover, and more than a little bit passionate about helping you feel comfortable around what it is to be a woman. It's lovely to be back in the podcast seat. I must say I've had a little break over the last couple of weeks. I put myself on a on a staycation during lockdown in Melbourne because I, I was finding that my cup wasn't filling, refilling as efficiently as it normally does. So I took some time out, removed myself from as much responsibility as I could uh, in an effort to get some rest. And with that rest, find some more real estate in my mind to think a little bit more clearly about next steps in my personal and working life. I've, as you know, um, I live in Melbourne, but uh, my partner and I have been looking at buying a new home uh, outside of Melbourne. And unfortunately, given radius restrictions around us, we're not able to do that. So we've had to put a lot of thought into how we are going to navigate the next few months um, as we look to go through the rigorous process of getting loan approval and all that sort of thing. Anyway, amidst all of that, uh, there has been an awful lot going on this year um, and a very familiar feeling that sort of has threatened to creep back on into my life is that feeling of overwhelm, which is what I wanted to chat to you about today. And I know as a therapist, overwhelm is something, is like an affliction that so many people really struggle with. Yet, yet it's yet it's a it's a feeling we have that is actually it can be far easier to manage, for want of a better word, than we realise. Now, I know you know this feeling. Um, Long before I came to understand the notion that nothing has any meaning other than the meaning I give it, I was regularly crippled with overwhelm. It was almost an addiction. The adrenaline that came from my mind constantly racing you know, flicking my eyes from one task to another on to-do list. But unfortunately, with that overwhelm comes, as you know, a feeling of freezing, of real stuckness. And we become so crippled by the clouds in our head that we end up getting next to nothing done. So we need to find a way through this overwhelm or a way certainly to hold it at bay, which can, at a time like this, during this pandemic and uh, I guess the added complexity that's come into our lives and the added, you know, certainly if you're listening to this and you're a parent of young children, there is so much more that you now need to navigate in your day. So finding tools to help you better manage that overwhelm is probably pretty crucial for you. Now, what we're what we're effectively doing is when we take on this feeling of overwhelm is reacting to a combination of thoughts and associated demands on us from work, um, from others, from ourselves. And that word react is really pertinent. We ultimately in its simplest in its simplest form, we get to we choose to react to all of the former 
by going into this place of overwhelm. We get to choose what we think, say or feel every minute of the day. And I know that sounds terribly simple, but ultimately we do. Now we're humans and we are going to have immediate reactions to things that we don't have a lot of control over, but some of this we do. And admittedly, a lot of this takes practice. Now, what I'd love you to do is imagine, imagine a long to-do list on a page. Now, again, this is simply that. It's a list of words on a page. Now, nothing has any meaning other than the meaning we give it, right? So this is a list of words on a page. It's a list of tasks that we have set for ourselves on a page. Now, what I'd love you to do is imagine, as I'm sure you can, your eyes running down that list and then, and then feel into what often comes up next. So you're looking down the list and it's like, oh, God, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. I've got to do this and I've got to do all of that. Oh, my God. And then you glance at your watch and then you realise, you go, shit, I don't know, look at the time. Oh, my God, yet I've still got to do that and I've got to do that. And I've got to do all of that all by this specific time. Oh, my God, I'm so stressed. And then your head explodes and then boom, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed and you can't see the wood for the trees, right? We all know how easily that can happen. And for many, I imagine at the moment, it's happening on a far too regular basis. So what just happened is we piled all the tasks up in our head until we couldn't think straight, let alone get anything done with any degree of efficiency whatsoever. But what we, what we often fail to understand is or appreciate is more often than not, we created what just happened then. We created that overwhelm and just as easily, well, far more easily than you might appreciate, we can prevent it from happening at all. So I want to share this really simple tool and, and I mean it, it's terribly simple because obviously it's really important that we don't overcomplicate a tool to reduce overwhelm. It requires a little, little bit of practice. It requires a degree of focus from you uh, in its simplest form. It is essentially a mindfulness exercise, but I want to take you through it and then I urge you to give it a crack if not already. So what you need to do is imagine and use the best imaginative power that you can. Imagine that you're sitting in a big, peaceful bubble, right? So you've got this a big circle all around your body your body now you are in complete control of what infiltrates this bubble and nothing can come into this bubble into your personal space without your permission all right so imagining a circle encasing your whole body enveloping your whole body now, what I want you to do is imagine that all the jobs, all the things that you have to do today are placed outside of that bubble. So down to the left, you might have the emails you need to respond to. Above them a little bit, you might need have, you know, a trip to the supermarket. Further above, you might need to return a couple of phone calls. A bit round to the right, maybe you have to go and do some exercise. Maybe you have to pick up the kids from school. You need to do some more shopping, whatever it is, some cleaning, cooking, and on and on it goes, right? Now, typically what happens with overwhelm is we let 
all of these items on our to-do list, all of those items outside of our bubble, cave into our bubble at the same time. Yeah, we let it all come in. So again, we can't say the wood for the trees, but no more because here's the crucial point. And your success at managing this overwhelm hinges on this middle next bit, right? One by one, you grab one task from the outside of your bubble and you bring it inside, but only one task is allowed inside the bubble at any given time, just one, all right? So here's an example. Let's say you decide you want to knock your emails over and you decide how much time you're going to dedicate to them. So let's say 30 minutes. So all you do for that a lot of time is your emails and the rest you leave outside of your bubble. Now, in this instance, and with many tasks that you do, I recommend turning off your notifications, turning off your phone or over your phone so you can't see the screen and only focusing on your emails because we all know how quickly a 30-minute job such as doing your emails can turn into a two-hour one when you're being distracted by all sorts of different things that pop into your mind and into your office and all and into your home. Now, you've grabbed the emails from outside of your bubble, you're focusing on them for 30 minutes. When the emails are done, you just imagine putting your hypothetical inbox back outside of the bubble, right? So now you're sitting inside this peaceful bubble with no other tasks. But now it's time to grab the next one. So let's say it's exercise. You might decide that you want to go for a 60-minute walk. And because for the purpose of this particular podcast, we're focused on ma maintaining or reducing, sorry, reducing the overwhelm in our life, you might even consider then walking without any distractions. So no podcasts, no phone calls, no audible book, no social media, just you and a commitment to notice for instance, all the beauty you might see on your walk or to focus on smiling at a stranger or focusing on your breath or on your steps or whatever feels good for you. So you go off for your 60-minute walk, just you and the walk, knowing that everything else you need to do in your day is outside of that bubble. And then you walk back in the door and you commit to whatever else is outside of your bubble, your next task. And that's it. So obviously what we're doing, as I've said, is practising mindfulness by just doing one thing at a time. It is so ridiculously simple, yet it can be just so very effective given we are now in control of the flow of our day. We're not reacting to it all. We're not letting it all infiltrate our mind. And as with everything, only we can maintain this control. And it absolutely relies on us taking responsibility for our progress throughout the day. And you know what? There'll be moments where you can feel your shoulders rising, where you can feel your body tensing, where you can feel a little bit of overwhelm coming in. And in those moments... What I recommend is you just gently remind yourself, nothing has any meaning other than the meaning I give it. I can rec You recognise this feeling of overwhelm, infiltrating your body. And when you sit with that, you'll also realise that you've allowed all of these different things to infiltrate your mind. So just imagine gently pushing them all outside this beautiful bubble of yours and then say to yourself, right, 
I've only got two hours left in my day. What is my priority and where am I going to start? I'm just going to start with that one thing. And that's really key as well is asking yourself, how important is it that I get all this done today? Am I saving lives here? Maybe you are, but many of us are not. And ask yourself, can I actually put that off until tomorrow if it means that I'm going to keep myself feeling more in control? Now, whilst I have you, obviously, there's another tool, another really simple tool that you can use for overwhelm, and that is EFT or tapping. Lots of you have experienced tapping with me before, I know. But if you start feeling overwhelmed in any given moment, you can actually just then choose as an example to rate the intensity of that overwhelm out of 10. So you might say this off, right, how strong does this overwhelm feel for me at the moment? Maybe it's a six. And then... You could also bring in the, any feelings of stress that come up with that or any feelings of frustration and then tap on the appropriate meridian points around your upper body. And that is a beautiful way of reducing overwhelm on the spot really, really quickly. So both of those exercises should be really helpful at a time like this. So good luck. Give it a go. Um, I'm going to make sure all of these show notes are up on my website so that you can go through and read it whenever you need, if you need a gentle and much easier, much quicker prompt. But have a go and report back and let me know how you find it. Again, just keep coming back to it again and again, gently, without judgment. We're all human. We're all going to get overwhelmed at times. But hopefully this exercise will help you knock it on its head more often than not. Okay, lots of love. This was episode 30 of Woman, Conversations for the Curious. If you'd like my help reducing out of control, overwhelm and stress from your life, I can absolutely recommend a one-hour EFT session or for the ultimate in clean slates, a two-hour CTC appointment. You can learn more about both sessions on the therapy section of my website and find all the show notes for today's episode over at theholisticingredient.com forward slash 30. Until next time, stay curious.